Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a podcast dedicated to an all-female perspective on lore, legends, and the creatures of the insomnia-driven fears you have at 3am. I am your host, Nikki Nandiola. This week, I've decided to research an old tale filled with mystery, angry townsfolk, and witchcraft. I found this mama story so interesting, I just had to do an episode, although there's not much to go on in terms of information. Even if the origin of her tale is a little murky, it's still quite fascinating, so sit back, relax, and let's get down to the business. This week's topic is Accused Witch, Maul Dyer. Our story brings us to Maryland of the 17th century, and more specifically to the town of Leonardtown. Right off the bat, I should mention that there is no historical record of our subject's existence. Due to this, stories passed down about Miss Dyer are all over the place. Prior to coming to Leonardtown, many believe that she could have been from Kentucky, New England, and Connecticut. The more fleshed-out theory was that Maul was actually from Ireland. There, she lived as a noblewoman, and in order to escape a potentially troubled past, she set her sights on Maryland. In her new home, Maul settled into a cabin on the outskirts of town. Now, it doesn't just end at that. Because of the many versions of her story, Dyer could have been a widow scorned by her lover, or even have had two sons in tow. What is more commonly believed is that Dyer was alone, and that she preferred it that way. It was like this, in her isolated cabin, that Maul took up a new hobby. Dyer enjoyed practicing herbal healing, and locals often visited her for cures. Now, if you know anything about the history of witchcraft accusations, Ma living alone, coming from a mysterious past, and also curing people with herbs doesn't look too good in retrospect. Suspicions started to stir up during the winter of 1697. This was a particularly hard season. It happened to be extremely cold and food was in short supply. An influenza epidemic also spread through the town, killing many people in its path. Although Maul used her healing abilities to care for the people of the town, rumors began to spread of a witch's curse. The epidemic was the last straw, and a small group of locals gathered to get rid of their supposed problem. In true angry mob form, they arrived to Dyer's cabin on the coldest night of the year with lit torches and set the home ablaze. To survive, Maul fled from her home and ran into the nearby woods. After hours of running in the freezing cold, she became exhausted and collapsed on a large rock. Believing that they had taken care of their curse issue, the townsfolk at the scene went home. 
Several days passed by, and no one had seen or heard from Maul, until finally a young boy, looking for his lost cattle in the woods, came upon her body. She had been frozen to the rock, with one hand raised toward the sky, as if to curse the people who caused her death. When removed from the rock, the imprint of her hand and knees remained. From this moment on, rumors of her spirit began in the community. On the coldest night of the year, a woman in white is often seen wandering the woods around Maul's cabin. It is believed that she is eternally looking for the men that forced her from her home. On top of this, rumor spread that the land surrounding Maul's cabin was cursed, as it is unable to produce a decent crop and lightning often strikes there. A white dog has also been seen running down the appropriately named Maldire Road, and is often accused of being the cause of many car accidents. Finally, in 1970, the rock where Dyer spent her last night was tracked down and moved to a new location in front of the town's courthouse. People visiting the rock claimed to experience feeling faint as well as an extreme uncomfortable sensation. Cameras also reportedly malfunction upon the scene. So all the typical ghost-related mischief, Dyer's Rock has got it covered. Maul's story continues to grip Leonardtown and transitioned well into the modern era. So much so that her tale just happened to be the inspiration for a beloved cult classic, The Blair Witch Project. On that note, let's conclude this episode. If you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. If you're looking for more mamas in your life, follow Malicious Mamas on both Instagram and Twitter. Also, if you could rate, comment, and subscribe to Malicious Mamas on your favorite podcast app, it would really help to get the show out there, and I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Until next time, keep it real, mamas.